0: Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. I know we don't usually have Friday episodes, but I had posted a video on my Instagram stories the other day sharing a year end slash year beginning activity I did and was just trying to get a feel for If you guys wanted me to share it with you, I figured the podcast was the best place to do that. So you can easily go back, revisit it, share it, all those good things. That is what we're going to do today. This is going to be a shorter episode. However, it is meant to be something that you take time to go through on your own, right? So this episode is going to give you what you need to then go and do this on your own. So let me just set the stage, give you guys some backstory. Once a month, I have a live video webinar with my master's club. And typically, we use that time to connect and talk about whatever book we're reading together for that month. But in the month of December, we decided not to do a book and to do a fun secret Santa and a couple other things like that. So I still wanted to have our monthly video chat. And I decided to use the time to go through a couple of exercises to close out one year and begin the other. And we spent probably, I don't know, 75% of the time on one activity that I'm not going to go into today. But then I gave them the bones for what I want to share with you today. And this started from something I was doing to get clear on where I want my energy to go this year, what I want to work on, what I want to create. And I, I told the Masters Club, and I'll tell you guys too, I'm not a huge fan of New Year's resolutions for me. If you love them, if they work for you, awesome. My own experience has been that they've been focused more on productivity and achievement than on fulfillment. You know, I had years where the primary driving focus was losing weight or getting out of debt or writing a book, and whether you achieve those things or not, you might not be happy. Your relationships might not be better. They might not be healthy at all. You might not be mentally and emotionally healthy and happy. So I've shifted to really look at how achievement, productivity, accomplishment, how those things can go along with fulfillment. And I'm sure fulfillment means something different to each of us. But when I think about fulfillment, I think about living a life that I love, that I'm happy with. For most of my 20s and probably a fair amount of my 30s too, I really didn't give a lot of effort to fulfillment, creating a life that I love. I was very achievement-oriented and measured most of my days based on how productive I was, which isn't inherently bad unless you do that At the exclusion of fulfillment. And so what happened was I didn't really have strong friendships. I didn't have great relationships. I wasn't really happy. I wasn't creating a life that I love. I was just checking the boxes of things that I wanted to accomplish and achieve without putting as much, if not more effort into being very happy. And I did an episode recently all about the big lessons that 2020 taught me, and you guys know, I don't have to go into that, 2020 has been a a year from hell for me, Um, like literally from hell, but it did remind me of how, yeah, it's great to have financial freedom and I think that's really important and that will remain something that I focus on. And yeah, it's awesome to get a raise or to write a book or to get more physically fit. But at the end of the day, you can have all of those things and be really unhappy. And happiness needs to be a bigger priority and a more serious and sustained pursuit for me and for so many of the people that I work with. So that's where this came from, this idea that I'm going to share with you today. And I would love for you to listen to this episode with a pen and paper, with your journal, with the notes app on your phone, because you're going to want to do this work. I'm going to share the work with you, but then you're going to have to go and do it. Here's how it started for me. If one year from now, I am living my dream life without constraint, what does that look like? That's where it started. And there's a lot of elements to this, but if you're writing something down, start with that. If I am living my dream life one year from now without constraint, what does that look like? Now, here's the deal. Here's the caveat of all caveats. The most important thing I'll say on this episode, do not allow yourself to be limited by what you think is realistic okay? Because sometimes we'll do these things and be like, well, that's not going to happen. The how can always be figured out. I've shared that with you many times before, but it's so true. The how can always be figured out. But if you are limiting what you even go after, because you're censoring what feels realistic or what feels possible. And guys, we do this in big ways, but we also do it in small ways. Like when I post something on social and I say like, what's one thing you want to stop doing? People are like cooking, cleaning. And then they don't take it seriously. Like, well, ugh, I can't stop cleaning. Yeah, you can. And people will respond and say, Well, I can't afford a cleaning lady. Yeah, you can. Maybe not today with the dollars and cents that are in your bank account at this moment, but you absolutely can. There is a path to that. There is a path to that. Even let's just go a little further, because maybe say, Okay, okay, maybe, maybe I agree. Okay, fine. I want to stop cooking. Well, what would that mean? Either a meal delivery service, oh, those are so expensive, or a private chef. I'll never, that's just, I mean, that's like rich and famous kind of category. No, it's not. No, it's not. Sometimes we just eliminate dreaming big. And I shared with the Masters Club uh, an example of a practice in not being constrained by realism. Chris and I were talking about the lottery. I don't play the lottery, but I guess I got like a pop-up on my phone or I was scrolling through the news app and saw that... Some lottery something or other was like 300 and something million dollars, which you figure if you take a lump sum after taxes, let's just say that's 150, right? 150 million dollars, okay? Probably a little less than that, but let's just call it 150. So we have this conversation like, what'd you do? If we, if we woke up tomorrow morning and we're like, holy moly, we won. We didn't play. So you know again, don't be constrained by realism. Some people would be like, oh, that's stupid because I don't even play. Do it anyway. Have these conversations anyway. Invite that big thinking. Invite the dreaming. Invite the magic. If you don't, guess what? Your life's not going to change. You're going to stay in your comfort zone, living the life that you think is realistic for you. If you want to achieve big things and grow and change, you have to be willing to explore far beyond what you think is realistic. I'm going to say that again, far beyond what you think is realistic. So I'm having this conversation with Chris and we're like, you know, okay, $150 million tomorrow, what would you do with it? And my first thought is like, well, you know, my mom and your parents and my sister and this and this and this and this. And even still, even if we were incredibly generous with all of those people, we still have a ton of money. So then it's like, things we've already talked about, you know, we've, we've talked about and likely will soon get a boat. Uh, we've talked about a pool. We've talked about building a new barn on the property. All of those things felt pretty realistic because while we're not doing them tomorrow, you know, we don't have the cash flow to do all of them right now. And hey, if we had $150 million, we absolutely would. So I was like, but, but what else? What if we? What if we were to think even bigger than that? Like, what if... You know, what if it was $500 million? You know, that is the kind of mental exercise I want us all doing more because, again, the how can always be figured out. The how can always be figured out. So, again, the question that we're starting with is if I'm living my dream life one year from now without constraint, what does that look like? Okay. What does that look like? There are five different categories that I considered. You don't have to consider all five, but what I don't want you to do is just go with the first few thoughts like, mm, we're debt free. I don't work on the weekends. Uh, and you know we, we've built an addition on our house. I don't know, whatever it is for you. Don't just go with that. The five categories that I used, and you can use one of them, three of them, none of them, all five of them. If you're writing things down, write this down. Mental, mental, Physical, emotional, spiritual, and material. Mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, and material. When I started thinking about it in physical, right? If I'm living my dream life one year from now without constraint in terms of physical things, I first started thinking about like my body and my fitness, but then I was like, physical is also, where do we live? If it's without constraint, do we have a vacation home? Do we have uh, the boat? Physical is not just you and your body. It's also your space. You know, have we done another renovation on the house or, or whatever it is? People are going to think we're crazy when we start the next phase of renovations. But hey, you know, why not? Mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, or material. Don't rush it. As with all things, the more you put into it, the more you get out of it. The next thing, as you go through whichever of these categories, you create your own categories, I don't care. As you go through each of these categories, thinking about if I'm living my dream life one year from now without constraint, there are three, four, four different things that I want you to ask yourself of it. So again, for those of you who are writing things down, and hopefully that's all of you, write this down. What does it consist of? What does it not consist of? What does it look like? What does it feel like? And I'm sure a lot of you are already thinking this, but this is a really powerful thing to do with your spouse, to do with your kids. I also think you should do it separately for yourself because I can imagine if you're sitting down, you know, in your family of four, family of five, it would be easy to just focus on what everybody else shares and contributes and not really tap into you. So I absolutely think that it's important to do with other people, people that you love, but I also think it's very important to do it by yourself. So you're living your dream life one year from now without constraint. What does it consist of? What does it not consist of? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Now, this next part I did all of this and then I I went and I took a shower and I was thinking about things and I was like, you know what, it's really missing something huge. And that something huge is this next part. How do you need to think about these things in order to, we'll pause there for a second because I want you to write that down. How do you need to think about these things in order to, number one, believe it. Number two, take consistent action on it. And number three, to remain inspired. So those three things that you're going to look at, and I really think this is where like 95% of the power and efficacy of this exercise is, how do you need to think in order to believe this? What perspective do you need to have? How do you need to approach it? What do your thoughts need to be around it very specifically in order to believe this? in order to believe in this dream life. How do you need to think in order to take consistent action? What would you need to think? What would your perspective need to be? What kind of thoughts would you need to have about this or around this in order to take consistent action? And then lastly, how do you need to think about this in order to remain inspired? What do your thoughts need to be? What does your perspective need to be in order to remain inspired? inspired. So let me just use myself as an example. If I'm living my dream life one year from now without constraint in the area of work time, I don't want to go as broad as to say like career, but I'm just giving you one specific example. I write and I podcast. I don't do the 27,000 other things that I do, right? The, the, the work time that I have is spent writing and podcasting and I work three or four hours a day, four days a week. That's, that's what that looks like. If I'm living my dream life one year from now without any constraints in this specific area of like my work time, I'm working for three or four hours, four days a week, and that time is spent writing and that time is spent podcasting, okay? Now, where it really becomes potent and powerful is when we say, so how do I need to think in order to believe that this is possible? Right? How do I what what beliefs do I need to have? What thoughts do I need to have? What perspective do I need to have in order to believe that this dream that I have for 1 year from now is possible? Well, I'd have to believe that there's absolutely a way that I might not know what it is, but that there are people who can help me figure out what that is, that there are people who will be excited to come on my team and take over other parts of it that maybe I'm doing now. I have to believe that writing and podcasting can financially sustain my family. There's tons of evidence for that in in my own life and in the lives and careers of other people. So I'd have to believe in that possibility. And then, and, and I would go deeper there. I would put a lot more into how do I need to think about that to believe it. Then how do I need to think about this in order to take consistent action? Well, I would need to think that every day I can take some step that's going to make this possible and that within 365 days, this will be possible if I take a tiny step every single day. Maybe that means that today it's deciding what are the things I need to stop doing. What are So that would look like all the things I'm doing that are outside writing and podcasting. What is that? What is that list? Okay. What's going to stay? What's going to go? Everything that's going to stay has to be given to somebody else. Is there somebody else that can do that now? Who would I need to hire? What kind of skill set? Maybe just getting that clarity is step one, right? How would I need to think about this in order to take consistent action? Maybe it would be about coming up with a monthly plan. Like there's one objective every month for 12 months. And once those 12 things come together, I'm at that goal, that this thing is happening, right? Okay, what are those things? Maybe in order to take consistent action, I need to have a coach. I think that's major, huge, massive. And you can get coaches on all sorts of different price ranges. So if you are if you are constrained by realism in that factor, remember... Do not be constrained by realism. Think beyond that. The how can always be figured out. If your first thought is, well, I can't afford a coach, bull. Maybe not today with the dollars that are in your bank account, but you can, uh, you can afford a coach within 30 days. It has never been more accessible for people to create new income opportunities. We've done podcasts on that, so I'm not going to go off on that uh, rant right now. Then how do I need to think in order to remain inspired? Well, using my own example... I have to keep thinking about like how amazing that would be to do two things that I love doing and get everything off my plate that I don't like doing as much and be able to give people meaningful work who do enjoy doing those things that I don't enjoy doing. I need to think that it's just 365 days away and then tomorrow, 365, 364, and then 363. And and if I really apply myself for just 365 days, my life can be dramatically different in one year. And I know that's possible. You know, those are the kinds of thoughts that I would need to have in order to remain inspired. And maybe I'd have to um, create like a vision statement about it and have that kind of top of mind and revisit it every day, or maybe a vision board if you're somebody who's really visual. But how do you need to think about this in order to A, believe it, B, in order to take consistent action, and C, in order to remain inspired? So just to recap this. If I'm living my dream life one year from now without constraint in different areas, whether for you that's career, it's financial, it's family, it's self, it's health, it's whatever, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, material, whatever it is for you, okay, that's that's part one. Then in each of those areas, you're living your dream life just one year from now without constraint. What does it consist of? What does it not consist of? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Then how do you need to think about this? What perspective do you need to have in order to believe it, in order to take consistent action, and in order to remain inspired? Maybe it's joining a gym. Maybe it's hiring a coach. Maybe it's doing the 12-week self-study. I don't know what it is for you, but do not be constrained by what you feel is realistic because everything can be figured out. The how can always be figured out. And I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen this on um, social media. It's kind of been everywhere in the last few days, but it inspired the heck out of me. If you are familiar with the show, The Queen's Gambit, even if you're not, I'll kind of give you the, the high level. There's this mini-series on some network, I don't even know which one, called The Queen's Gambit about this female chess player. And it it is hugely popular. Like It's been viewed by 62 million people. Uh, It's still fairly new. 62 million is a massive number. Anyway, the producer of The Queen's Gambit, Alan Scott, shared that it took 30 years to make this happen nine rewrites, and every single studio that he showed it to said nobody would be interested in a show about playing chess. Meanwhile, he persisted. He figured it out. 62 million people, 62 million people have viewed it. And as a result, chess board sales are through the roof. Chess book sales are through the roof. This thing that was kind of a tired game that really hadn't had any new life breathed into it in decades is now blowing up because of this. And I share that with you not because of the 30-year part, right, because we're talking about one year and big things can happen in one year, but because the how can always be figured out. There is somebody who has done it. There is somebody who can inspire you. There is somebody who can talk you through the steps, who won't see the limitations that you see. And the only way that we're going to experience that is if we step beyond the confines of what we think is realistic. I'm excited to be part of your journey this year. I've got some really fun and exciting new ideas for the podcast, for Primal Potential as a whole. I'm honored that you're here on this journey with me. And if you haven't heard yet, you probably have, but but maybe not. There's been a lot going on. We in 2021, so officially now, as of today, have made the 12 Weeks to Transformation available as a self-study. So that means it's more accessible than ever. It's more flexible than ever. And it's dramatically less expensive than ever. We dropped the price by 68% when we made it a self-study because as we shared in the fall, we said, you know, the 12 weeks to transformation is going away. And so many of you reached out and said, well, okay, it's cool. I get it that you're moving on to other things. But since the material, the identity journal, the challenges, the daily coaching audios, the coaching call archive, Solution Central, all that stuff is already there. Can I just pay to access it to go through it on my own? And we were like, absolutely. Like, I feel like it would be crappy to not do that. So we have officially made that available. It's more flexible, more accessible, 68% less than The 12 weeks has been in the past, and you can check that out, see if it's the right fit for you, learn all about it by going to primalpotential.com forward slash register. Okay, so if you want to check that out, get the details, have your questions answered, all that good stuff, primalpotential.com dot com forward slash register I hope that you will do this exercise this activity I really 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 hope that you will I think it can be very powerful I'd love for those of you that are in the free primal potential Facebook group share with me share with the group because that is one of those opportunities where people can share their tools their perspectives their experiences and really cheer you on so take advantage of that happy new year let's make it an amazing one I'll talk to you soon